Hello! Hey, hey! Hey! Welcome to Wrong Way Round, the podcast. Now, how are you, Ricky? I'm great, but I don't have a radio voice like yours yet. I have been, um, since we were last on the air, I have been working on my timbre. Timbre. And uh, this is how I speak now. Yeah. I don't speak like that. Man. Sorry. You'll never make it. Oh, well, here live. Sponsored by Holly Davidson. Yeah, it's got on the next. Oh no, I like that fellow, because it's like sports commentator voice. Look how quiet you are compared to me then. No. You need to talk like this if you really want to make it on podcasts. I want to throw my voice like a badass farmer. Anyway, shall, shall we start? Yeah, start. Okay, hello and welcome to Wrong Way Round the Podcast. I'm writing it as a title. And this is Rush Ruff, and I'm Rick of Abates, and uh, we're here to talk about punk rock. And stuff that's going on in Wrong Way Around World and other topics. And play you a few tracks as well. And some play you a few tracks and an interview that we should have played about six months ago. But last time we recorded a podcast, it went horribly Wait, wrong. Wait, you, you jumped ahead. Okay. First topic, what's happened? What's happened? What's happened since we last recorded the podcast, which was back in <laughs> June, I think. Yeah. Shit. Shite. Um, so what's happened? We've been to, been to any festivals? Um, oh, you know, we're going to talk about festivals later. I'm yeah. ruining the whole... Yeah. Okay, right. What's happened? I don't know what's happened. We tried I mean, recording a podcast. We, we went... tried to record it, and we recorded it in several places, like including Starbucks. You had a mobile recorder, and there was too much background noise. Is that correct? Yeah, it just and sounded so awful. We had, um, awful, like, a real um, off-the-cuff interview. I'm doing the quotation thing on my fingers. Mm. Interview with the Flatliners. Yeah. Where yeah. We just, everyone was just... It was just rubbish, really. You were just talking about ice hockey and basketball. So it really wasn't worth playing out any of that. No, but it that, that was a good show, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was the Boston Arms and some kid dove off the top of the speakers. But, yeah, anyway, pressing on. Pre- uh, yeah, let's go on to more pressing matters. What, what, um, what's been your favourite punk rock show since we were last? This year, we're now in 2012. Um, <laughs> Thanks for letting everyone know Yeah, that. Um, this year, I don't know, but last night was pretty good. We went to see Brand New at the Guild Tour with Biome Avalanche supporting. Um, I'm the Avalanche we went to see in December. They had a great headline show. They great were great. Record. I saw them in the bar fly as well, and, and that was that was pretty special. Everyone was loving it. So yeah. I, was, I think in Kingston, it was good, but it wasn't busy, was it? No, it wasn't Ramo, no. Yeah, so anyway, on this show, we're going to play uh, a couple of tracks. I've got, I'm playing Dauntless Elite. I don't know if you should do this where you introduce the And tracks. you're playing Fine Fiction. Fiction. And then we're also going to play uh, Red City Radio, actually mm-hmm. touring. And they're going to come and play for us on the 4th of May uh, at Unit Club in Southampton. The, at the Wrong Way Around Dyer is absolutely rammed at the minute. Um, <laughs> there's Cobra Skulls coming up, Swellers, Dead to Me. Is um, that um, Diary? Does it have a heart-shaped lock on it. No. You can check uh, all the shows out. If you head to Facebook forward slash WWRPR. Right, that's something I wanted to talk standing about. Standing for punk rock. Yeah, it's ridiculous because you sound like a PR company. Yeah, but it's not a PR company. That's yeah, but wrong way around PR. It. People go, oh, I need some punk rock PR. Yeah. Well, we kind of, we review stuff as well, so kind of that is true. So now the PR company. <laughs> no. Wrong way around PR, PR. Yeah. But you can go to wrong way around punk rock .tumblr.com and all of our shows are also listed on there. You should get me to sort out the branding. <laughs> really. The brand? You mean a website, a URL? Is that what you mean? Um, so not punked by a URL though, right? No, I don't mean that. I just mean just have a shorter name, wrong way around punk rock. It's just 
Well, WWRPR. Kids How these days don't have the attention yeah. span to just type in that many letters on the keyboard. Yeah. Well. They forget. That is what happens. So you have to keep repeating it. Say it again. Wrong way round punk rock. Dot tumblr dot com. Yeah. What do you put on the tumblr? That's the point. Everything. Okay, why don't you play a song? Okay, we'll play a song. So the first song we're going to play is by the Dauntless Elite, and they had an album out last year called More Bloody Bad News. It's available on Yo-Yo Records, and you can pick it up over here as well uh, from Bombed Out Records in the north, and the song is called... Uh, oh, I think God just... Still Doesn't Believe I Exist. So enjoy this, check it out, and they're actually coming to play for us in a week's time, but that's irrelevant because this won't be out by then. No, the soul keeps me breathing, but I still might not make it through the morning. Time will tell when they bury me, bring your gods they sell. So that was the uh, Dauntless Elite. Uh, you can check that out on Yo-Yo. As I say, go to uh, thedauntlessElite.com and you can stream the whole album on there as well. Yeah, you know what you're getting with the Dauntless Elite, so I like to think. Well, you're getting good, solid. You're getting punk rock northern tunes with a lot of sarcasm. Where is it? Elite. Somewhere, somewhere up in that northern area. Probably Leeds. Gonna go with Leeds. They won't appreciate that now if it's not Leeds. Oh, well. Like when they say stuff about the South, and it. Um, sorry, I should be. So we're talking topics here, folks. Yeah. Ross is as well off the ball. This today. week's hot topic, and the hot topic this week is pre-sale tickets, which I know you feel strongly about. Why don't you tell me a bit about what you think of pre-sale tickets? Um, pre-sale tickets. There's always a pre-sale, and then there's a pre-sale of a pre-sale for club members. They always have like, oh, the general pre-sale, and then if you pay like thirty quid. Um, a year or whatever to be part of the membership which I don't agree with at all if bands have 
memberships that you have to pay for, I just think that well, whipping you off. Unless they're actually giving you stuff, which the majority of times they don't. Like exclusive pre-sale links to buy tickets to their shows, and you have to pay for that. That's a bit. That's basically. It's like you're paying kids. twice to go and see them. Poor kids have to struggle. Yeah. They're just like the Conservative coalition government. No, that's got nothing to do with the government. It's basically pre-sale tickets are cool. <laughs> it's fine. I, I point out I'm not suggesting that David Cameron has introduced a scheme to annoy fans of punk rock who don't have much money. Well. Although, now I've well, said what? it... <laughs> It should be a five-ticket minimum, and then no one would buy tickets, because he'd have to spend £100 in tickets. Five-ticket minimum? Yeah. <laughs> you get to the door. And it's like, you want to go to punk rock shows, you have to have money. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's only four tickets. That last one's a ticket to an old show. Yeah, exactly. So that was all he was going to kind of say about pre-sale tickets. What have you said? I'm just saying that, you know, I don't, I don't generally agree with the way that... This wasn't a hot topic at all. No, it wasn't really that hot Why topic. Why is it on the list? <laughs> Scratch that out. You're the one that put it on the list. Right. Right, let's play another song. That was terrible. Please tickets. Right, um, let's play Fighting Fiction. This is the band I only heard recently. You've been telling me about. Telling me to listen to for a while, though. Yeah. Um, Very Clash influence. I think you could say that straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, they have their political agendas in some songs but then this song we're going to play is more about scene politics i suppose in a way yeah i think they got a new album coming out in a couple of weeks on extra mile records what uh, date roughly guessing on a monday so what, what day is it today i'd say the 20th of february i'm guessing just look out for it uh fighting fiction fighting fiction you yes. need to enunciate Fiction. Yeah. Called Camera Phones and Choruses, and I remembered that. Yeah. Mmm, I am like a pro. Writing that down. <laughs>
So, Ricky, I hear you want to introduce something else, a nice little feature you've got for us. Uh, yeah, so this is the most overdue feature of all time, the fact that I keep holding it back. Uh, we wanted to do it last podcast, it went wrong. Uh, we spoke with the Descendants last year at Rose Rock. It's a really cool interview. Uh, it's one of the better ones I've heard. From when they come back, they did like four or five interviews kind of publicly, and I don't feel that people kind of fulfilled their role as an interviewee to... Uh, to kind of ask some questions and then be so flimsy. So I think this interview is kind of very in-depth. And just check it out for yourself. Enjoy. I'm Bill Stevenson from The Descendants. Uh, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. No worries. Uh, you're back. And, and why are you back? And why are you back now? You know, we we don't have any logical answer for the, that question. I guess we should invent one. But we just happened to start playing shows again. We, if I think if our band had had more of like a game plan, a divine strategy, you know, maybe we would have been more popular. But we we just do things whenever we feel like it, and we don't really have any explanation no, no for it. On, on yeah. um, so tonight you're obviously uh, pretty high up on the 20th anniversary of Rose Rock. Uh, have you ever heard of the festival before? Yeah, I, I've played here. I don't know if Descendants have played, but I think all. I think all has played, and I also think only crime has played. They I think, did. Yeah, I think we both yeah. played. So yeah, I'm very familiar. So what sort of set are you guys going to play tonight? Is it kind of a, a greatest hits per se sort of set, or is it just kind of a go with the flow sort of set? Well, it, when you have a lot of albums and you've been around as, as long as we have, it, it doesn't seem like any other way to go about it than to just um, pull you know what you think are some of the best songs from each record and play those because otherwise you're bound to there's bound to be some people that feel like you didn't play what they yeah, wanted to hear yeah, always so like punk rock now a lot of the, obviously you guys uh, you know just dating and dating and you've been out since the 80s how do you guys stay relevant because um, I know a lot of the bands from then they couldn't really come back and you know people still wouldn't be the excitement that there is around your band is you know two it's like tenfold on like any of those other bands from that era like today a lot of people have traveled from far to come to this to see just you guys play um, so how do you kind of stay relevant or is it just not something that's you know forced it's just who you are uh, honestly, I, I don't know if we were ever um, really in the favor of the trends mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know if we were ever, like, popular per se. Yeah. And so that 
in the long run kind of helped us because we never became passe or yeah. unpopular. People just, I think people respect the Descendants. I think they respect the fact that we've always just um, kind of done things that we thought made sense to us at the time and written written songs about whatever subject matter we happen to think uh, we were interested in at the time without ever trying to second guess what people might want or yeah. second guess why be, what might be marketable you know we were never cool or, or, or that sort of thing and so when you when you're never cool you don't have to worry about becoming uncool yeah, yeah. and so I think as time has gone on just the the kind of purity and concept that we brought I think people have actually grown to appreciate that yeah. more and more sure it's like there's a band with no pretense and I like that. Um, so the, I want to just roll back to in the 80s when you first came up with the little Milo logo. How did that first come about for the artwork? Because well, it's been a stable uh, thing. Well, yeah, even that, you see, it's it's one of the, it's probably one of the five most common symbols in punk rock. Yeah. But we came by it naturally, which is that in our, in our English class, we would draw Milo heads, like, on the desk and stuff to ma- making fun of Milo. Yeah. I mean, it was like... You would in our school, like you would draw a little Milo. It was, in other words, it was it was something that was on the desk at school way before it was ever on an a album yeah, or a yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, it would just it just it just was. So it's, it's just like Milo. Thing, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Milo. It's just That's like quite funny, Milo. Actually. Yeah, it's just like taking a piss out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's quite funny. Actually. Yeah, it is just exactly what it is. It's like yeah, yeah, Milo. Yeah. That's amazing. Because now, what do you think about? I know there's a lot of bands like the No Idea Fest bands. Like there's so many bands that kind of uh, peyote and tribute to your band through having like the same sort of logo. Like Ship Ones do it. Um, I, I know there's a, a band in Australia called Breakeven. They they do it. They, they use the Milo yeah, logo the, derivatively. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, any any chance I get, I like to try to use the black flag bars for funny things. Yeah. So it's the same thing. I think yeah. it's just it's fun. It's just know? part of history, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. If you guys uh, like have any idols, because I know obviously you've been around since you know very early days. But did you have anyone that like made you want to get into punk rock back then? Oh. Well, I think they were. There was some pretty. There were some bands that are pretty obvious, like the Stooges, uh, the Kinks, the Animals, the Seeds, uh, and then in a weird way, like Sabbath and, and, and ACDC, which at the time, to me, those were all kind of lumped together as having an element of like danger to it, you know. And then there, but then there were a couple of things that you know that were bigger influences that came a little bit later, like after we had actually started, which is this band, the Alley Cats. It was a late '70s punk band, and then uh, also a band called The Last, and they were like a mid '70s power pop, like pre-punk band. Yeah. And then you know the first the Black Flag singles when those came out. I mean, those were like if you take the Alley Cats, The Last, and Black Flag, and you put them in a blender, that's the Descendants. Yeah. And that's the thing. I know we. I know it's common to say that we've had a big influence on other bands, but but I mean we also took influence from bands yeah. very much. So. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously it goes with generations, and people don't know. Yeah, I see it. It's more like a river flowing, and we, you know, we just flowed. Uh, our thing just flows down, and yeah, the other yeah. bands, Completely. you know. Cool. Um, so obviously you guys have had a few hiatuses. I mean, do you kind of? adapt back to regular life or do you kind of try to keep like work and you know show separate or well it, it 
it ultimately, like for us, it comes down to the same thing as it does for you. It comes down to survival and it mm-hmm. comes down to creative satisfaction. Um, Milo's true passion is his science work, you know, but his other passion is he loves music. Uh, myself, you know, my, my true passion is, has always been music. Um, so, you know, at the point where the music can also pay the mortgage and feed the children, yeah. then you've got a good situation. And right now, we have that happening. Yeah. You know, like, I'll be, I'll be able to buy groceries for two years off of, um, like, how, what I'll take home from tonight's t-shirt sales. Yeah, yeah. I could buy groceries for two years from that. Sure, yeah. So that's very good. But sometimes, for, for a lot of the time we've been a band, we, we were not able to make a living from it. We would have to play small shows yeah. and play in Boise, Idaho to 35 people. And so, you know, you know it's, it's, it's like a, you have to juggle those priorities. And, and then with me, I also have the record producing factor in there. So at, there was a point like where, say, all was touring and making $500 a night. And I had to choose, well, I can make much more money producing records yeah so it looks like i don't get to be a drummer this year you know i'll be a drummer next year maybe but then we get offered shows like of this nature for descendants and then i can make 10 times as much doing this as i can producing records so it's ultimately it all does come down to like yeah how do we put the kids through college how do we keep a roof over my family yeah yeah over my family I mean that's ultimately it does come down to that but then you also want to try to satisfy yourself creatively as well okay so like when you first opened the blasting room was it always uh, a kind of a dream of yours because a lot of bands you know they just kind of do their thing and they go on their way with their money but obviously you decided to do something really positive and channel it into opening a studio um, so why did you decide to do that as opposed to not it <laughs> it's it's kind of like the band. It just ha- it happened very um, organically or naturally. We built a studio where we could record. It was yeah. for us to use. But it seemed like j- as soon as we finished the place, like we didn't even have paint on the walls yet. Bands were calling us to try to record there. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it very quickly went from being our studio where we record to being its own thing. Yeah, because I know you've done some amazing bands there, like uh, Rise Against, uh, Wilhelm Scream, The Swellers. Uh, no, you, who, you're doing the new Swellers album? Is it, we is just finished one? it. Just finished it? Yeah. Is it sounding good? How does it sound? It's really good. They're, they're, uh, they're ecstatically happy about it. In fact, I just got this... I just got this text from uh, Nick yesterday, and I thought it was a, r- a really nice uh, text. It says, um, yeah, our record sounds so good. I've never been happier with the product of my, my music. Thanks for giving us this album. That's amazing. You know, he's they're, so they're really happy, and yeah. that makes me feel good because, you know, I remember... The first few times we recorded Descendants, I wasn't happy. I didn't like the way the engineers did oh, things. Okay, yeah. And ultimately, that was one of the factors that got me into engineering was I wanted to take control of it because I, you know, I had had some bad experiences recording. And so for these younger bands to come and spend their hard-earned money mm-hmm. and have a good experience, you know, that makes me feel good. And they also have trust in you as a producer yeah. and an engineer. Yeah. 
that's cool um, do you still listen to like new music or is it kind of like it, you know I know you don't have to because obviously you're producing these newer bands and therefore there's no like preconception of how it should sound um, or do you just kind of you know just go listen to your normal stuff that you would normally listen to no I think the I think the older I get, I try harder and harder to get exposed to things. I mean, um, even like in this interaction, let's say, because I, I, I feel a little bit pressed for time right now because we got all this, yeah, this shit yeah, to do sure. tonight. But normally, like, I would be turning this around on you and saying, hey, man, what, what bands are you into? Mm -hmm. Like, what have you heard that you like? Yeah. Because I want to know, you know? How are you? I, I want to know um, what's going on. I want to know what... If there's a good band out there, I want damn well want to yeah, know about I, it. I actually put out a CD. I have one in my uh, bag. I can give you one. Yeah, so um, that's what I do. No, I don't. I try not to to stick into a rut of of just listening to this. You know, what am I going to listen to? You yeah. know, the Ramones for the eight hundred thousandth time. Although I do that too sometimes. That's cool. Because I love the Ramones. There you go. Uh, there's, there's like twenty one UK bands that like oh, no shit. That we work oh, with. See, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, this is perfect. This is perfect. See, I'll put this on, and when if I if I go, you know, like if I go exercising or whatever, go on a, like a good long walk or something, I'll I'll, I'll uh, you know I'll listen to this. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That, that's amazing. Um, I, I just brought a laser printer and did it all that oh, way. Like, yeah. it's all complete. Oh, well, fuck. What are you supposed to do these days? Yeah, I know. It's yeah, impossible, it's right? Yeah, it, it doesn't business. make sense to press. So, uh, the the just one last question because I know we got to wrap up. Uh, the future of the Descendants is it they're going to be a new album or is this just a uh, like kind of a last goodbye tour? Or I don't really know. We we just we kind of just. We kind of just started doing shows again, and we're, it's like we're just taking it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. It would happen like this. Well, hey, there's this show. Do you guys want to do it? Yes or no? Oh, yes. Okay. And then the next step would be like, well, hey, I, you know, I've got some new songs. You know, you guys want to hear them? And, I mean, it's just like that for us. We don't plan. We don't schedule things out and no, plan no, things no. out. There's no pressure on you to, yeah. to put stuff out because yeah. you've done so much before. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, that's pretty much it, because uh, I know you've got other interviews to do, but thank you so much for your time, and uh, hopefully I will be able to see you tonight, because if I don't, I'll go insane. Uh, <laughs> it's my only well, Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. No worries. Cool. So that was an interview with Descendants. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be the whole thing. If it wasn't, you can check out more at the Wrong Way Around URL. She so find them all <laughs> It wasn't. Place. It was uh, uh, there's some cool stuff on the Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash Wrong Way Around PR. We've got like. Did you change the Facebook to Wrong Way Around PR as well? Yeah, there, well, there's a page and there's a group. Have you thought of going into PR, seriously? Mm, not, We've got contacts. Yeah. In what way, though? I can't be bothered. Oh, right, I'm more interested Take in putting on shows and rather than just talking about them on the internet. Could I fool me? <laughs> um. <laughs> I was just saying, anyway, that we are having an integrated Ustream into the page so that we're going to be streaming some stuff through there, maybe some live sessions. And also, you can buy tickets directly through the page now. This is the side, there's a tab that says buy tickets here. Oh, I've just thought of something I needed to mention. What? We were told we said like too much. Yeah, well, I haven't point. said like once. I was yet. just thinking, oh, have we or not? Yeah. I can't tell. I don't think I have. At all. You no. haven't said the word. In fact, I probably said dislike, not like. <laughs> and onto something we both don't dislike. Yes. English festivals. Oh, English festivals. English punk rock year. festivals, so, or, you know, that have punk rock bands playing. Yes. Uh, so it's the beginning of the year. Obviously, people are starting to announce their fests. 
for the UK. Crashed out announced there yesterday, which is a cracking little lineup. Went last year, it was a really cool vibe, kind of like DIY. What do you say? Mixed together. Cool little vibe. You said cool little vibe, kind of like. Yeah, kind of like a DIY. You know, I wasn't using it in that. Term, <laughs> I was just having a tally. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, the lineup is great. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, no trigger and heart sounds on there. We're also going to be playing a show at Joiners on Friday the 1st of June. The wrong way around. That's, so. Is that an exclusive announcement? That is an exclusive announcement. You might hear that anywhere else from Mickey's yeah. mouth, apart from if you run into him at any point. So we're also talking about Slam Dunk, Hit the Deck, Heavy Festival. Um, Heavy's announced a lot of bands. It's got the Burst UK exclusive, Chariot UK exclusive. Um, can't remember off the top of my head. Don't describe. People will know. Tell me what you think about it. Uh, I, I, think, I think it's a good lineup. I think it's solid. I think it's ninety pounds for the weekend, which is cool. Um, I just hope it doesn't go up. Over How the do years. you feel? Do you think there'll be any more vegan? There already has. That already has happened. Literally, as soon as I announced it, and people on my actual Facebook like yeah. timeline, whatever you want to call boy it, got heavy. Um, we're going out. Oh, boy got heavy festival, and people were like writing letters and then saying, "Please copy and post this letter and email it to this hev- at heavy email okay. address to stop them." Doing it at an animal park, and uh, the argument is it's just going to go on and on at the end of the day. It's, in the so, end, it's not. So. There's there's never a right or wrong answer, and you can see both sides. Yeah, where yeah. it comes from, because the point is that everyone will go, and it, it does kind of annoy me when people go, "Oh, it's fine. They're saving the animals. It's conservation. You're an idiot." Yeah. And but the, people aren't Bring saying it's not conservation, yeah. but they're saying is conservation the right thing to do. I think it was more of a case of people arguing about the sound of the music being too close to the park. And there was that as well. And but obviously, animals' hearing and... is way above uh, human sense of hearing, and they can. But I think I think it's worth looking into before you take a blanket stand, like people like to against vegans and vegetarians, and just yeah, automatically yeah. say, oh, "They're idiots." Well, no, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't really stand either way, but I do agree with the fact that the sonics of sound on an animal are like tenfold on a human. So it's like it could be affecting them, but to be to get, I have to hire a scientist. And to be honest, I don't give a shit that much. You have to hire a scientist. <laughs> hire a scientist with like a you know a sound counter and take him down to heavy festivals to prove a point. I and mean, that's just gonna be a waste of time to either wrong five vegans or please five trolls on the internet. I don't really care. Festival. It's about the festival. It's not really about the. It's about the bands and the music. Yeah. It's not like it's some huge commercial dog shit like glamour kill bollocks. Is it? I don't think glamour kills have a stage at Slam Dunk. I don't know what's glamour kills. I'm on about like, I think they're a clothing label. Whatever. I, I hate clothing labels. Don't get me started. You hate clothing labels. No, I, ha- I hate all these alternative clothing labels that stand for absolutely nothing. Why does why? Like, but, okay, no, 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 okay, I've got. Right? Why does a clothing anything. label have to stand for something? It's obviously a commercial venture. No, yeah, but it, it's to take advantage of an alternative subculture. Well, sure, but every and it like I see what you're saying. There has but, to be some behind it. Like Atticus, like sponsor stages. They put money into bands. Like they buy tour vans. Uh, they do a lot of stuff on the walk tour, like, and they help a lot of bands well, out. So it's just a massive commercial. No, no, venture, I'm, I'm not saying that, but like, just in general, all over the world, they have actors in Europe, and they do they do an actors tour and all the stuff. So they're actually kind of backing what you know they're preaching. Yeah, but um, that's what they preach, so to speak. And then a lot of them are just like, yeah, we're all trying to climb company, and. No, you're not. You're just a clothing company. No, but they're probably sponsored like, bands. They give them clothes. And no, stuff. they really don't. They like they give like two or three members like oh the bass player of Lost Profits wears our t-shirt. Yeah, and then they like. But what's wrong? And then with they someone's gone out and designed t-shirts. Yeah, but then and they try to thing. sell their clothes because a guy from Lost Profits is like it's just. What's wrong with that? It's like yeah, um, it's, it's like putting music on an advert and yeah. a, and then saying a band has gone 
Oh, no, they're only not. in it for the money. No, it's completely different because the clothing, the brand stands for something. The clothing label doesn't stand for anything. You're just selling people false hope. It's just like you, you just lost it. <laughs> that no, is no, absolutely right. Literally, why should it clothing label's clothing label? No, you it's don't not. have to buy it. Yeah, but if they're a fashion brand, yeah. But when they're claiming to be like, oh yeah, but you all can be cool fun. brands wear this, so you should wear it. That's what they're saying. That's promotion. No, but then what it's about like, when guitars say, oh, this yeah, guitar is cut our guitar? Yeah, yeah, but they give them all these guitars for free. Yeah, they give yeah. all the clothes. For no, them. but they, how do these t-shirts benefit the bands? They don't at all. They don't need that t-shirt. Well, maybe they're, they're doing it to. Ex- well, why don't the bands start turning down all those free clothes? No, we don't need them. No, they won't because they everyone do. loves free not stuff. Yeah, because but a lot of them they do. Think about it. Like if someone offers you a Gibson guitar, who's going to take it? It's a necessity. You don't need a fucking shit t-shirt with a box on the front. But you'll still take it, won't you? If it's going to give it to you free. Yeah, but then how much like, free stuff have you been given over the years? What? Not a sponsorship, but you know, people send you stuff. Buy all sorts. Speedam cheese on Durex. Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, um, what about festival prices? I've talked about far too long now. Ninety pounds. Cool. That's a good amount. Happy with that. Ninety pounds for what? For heavy. Um, I hit the deck. How much is that? I don't think that's like forty. Yeah, hit the deck is cool. I I could be wrong about that. I don't want to. It could be cheaper than that, I think. Um, Slam Dunk, I just don't agree with in general, just because of the layout of it. And they every year they fuck up somewhere. It's it's always good fun though. Yeah. And as, as annoyed as you get by by organisational issues or anything, the fun the pro outweighs the cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. But then like what we're gonna weigh against here, the point was is European festivals. And you look at a lineup like Rosrock, uh, which has like fifty plus bands, and these aren't there's no filler on it at all. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous, and it only costs like 110 euro, which is 90 quid. Again, so it's like yeah, what it used to be cheaper. If you put a festival that size, in the <laughs> I want to get some politics into. <laughs> it would be double the price. It would be 200 pounds. Well, and the point is that people on mainland Europe get a lot more excited about those bands. It's just the way it is. Yeah, and punk rock's still relevant there, as opposed to right yeah, here. you know, that's the that's the way it goes. If you want your good punk rock lineup, go over to Europe. It's not that it's not that difficult, is it? Go to Europe. No, not at all. Possible. Yeah, well, you can get priced with travel and staying oh, somewhere. Oh, you mean yeah? yeah. I just mean the whole. What's well, good? It's like good to go somewhere new, meet some new people. Don't have to deal with people putting their camera phones up. Like you don't really see no, shit yeah, ton that's of that. True. Like, oh, people man. are not there. They're there to have fun and get drunk and jump around because they're passionate about it, rather than take pictures on their phone every two seconds or film it for no reason and this is coming from Ricky Bates and he knows what he's talking about <laughs> do you want to play a song you've got one more song haven't you uh, yeah we've got one more song uh, do you want to mention the Twitter ah uh, yes we have a Twitter oh we've already mentioned it but mention it again because like, this is it you need to have better PR so just say it again so it's the Twitter is twitter.com wrong way round PR and I've also set up a Twitter wrong way round PR PR no you haven't yeah it's PR for <laughs> wrong way round no you haven't so that's our Twitter um, and Facebook yeah we've already said it all it'll all be attached to the info on this, anyway. I'm so. sick of people on Twitter. Have I said that yet? It's hard to keep up with Twitter. Really I'm just sick of people with them um, mundane. So that's kind of it for now. Sweet. I'm, I'm going to have a rant in a bit. Yeah. But I'll leave it. Why don't you play the last song? Uh, so the last song is Red City Radio, who are coming to play for us very soon. Uh, May 4th, actually, at Unit Club. There's another huge show we're announcing in a couple of weeks. Um, and it's going to be on the same night, and this is actually going to be the after show to that show. It's going to be one of the biggest things we've ever done as a being, and especially for that band to be playing in the 200 cap venue. It's going to be insane. Um, but yeah, so this song is off of an album called The Dangers of Standing Still, and it's called uh, Too Much Whiskey, Not Enough Blankets. May the fourth be with you. Indeed.